and welcome to the Lawyer Mom Podcast. Today, I'm extra excited because I brought in my friend, my, my light at the end of the tunnel, my Yamuna Devi, <laughs> my Ayurvedic practitioner. She has been not only my friend, but she's been my healer for many years. Um, she is very knowledgeable in everything Ayurveda. She is knowledgeable about life. She is knowledgeable about anything related to emotions <laughs> and healing. Um, welcome. Welcome, Yamuna. Thank you for, for letting me interview you for my episode three. Thank you, Stephanie. I am so happy to be here with you and to receive your and accept your interview. I am ecstatic. I have no words. I'm really, really ha excited and I'm really proud of you for starting this wonderful journey, which is very needed today in society. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for coming. <laughs> Thanks. Well, uh, just a quick look around your office and I can already see some pamphlets that um, I know a lot of people will be interested in uh the first one is quit smoking <laughs> the second one weight loss that's a big one insomnia and anxiety um are these things that you find a lot of people suffer from is that why you chose these specific uh, pamphlets to have with you yes you know nowadays a lot of people are suffering from anxiety and from anxiety we can increase or lose weight. Mm -hmm. So there are two, according to Ayurveda, we can either increase weight or decrease weight. So that's why I have weight loss. But also we also have an issue with weight gain. Mm -hmm. um, and insomnia, this is very important because many people overlook their sleep. Many people don't realize the importance of their sleep Yeah, because it is rejuvenating. I mean, if someone were to tell you stuff, I'm going to pay you a million dollars and one whole month, I don't want you to sleep. <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> Try not to sleep and then <laughs> end up sleeping. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know right? what I would do. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to do it. I, no, there's no way. No. With, you, so we can negotiate our sleep mm -hmm. the same as we can't negotiate our peace of mind. Our sleep is precious. It is a gift. It is necessary because if we don't sleep, what happens? We enter this vicious cycle of being tired, of starting to react negatively in our relationships we don't feel happy we don't feel irritable yes we, we feel, feel irritable we feel frustrated mm -hmm. we feel angry at any situation because we are just like we don't feel good we right. haven't gotten our rest you know so now i just realized something um for the listeners that are not familiar with ayurveda because to you and me this is the norm. This is normal. We know the Ayurvedic medicine, as you can see. I'll take some pictures for my Instagram. <laughs> um, but can you tell us a little bit more about the difference between Ayurveda and traditional Western practice, what we see here mostly? 
So traditional practice, traditional medicine, um, we are not against it in Ayurveda. We, we also see the value in it because it's a complementary medicine. We need that. Ayurveda complements traditional medicine. Um, but I often feel that there is something missing in traditional medicine. We look at, when we see traditional medicine, we look at the person, the person comes to the office and we just see, do their blood work, how are you feeling? I think sometimes they don't even ask how you're feeling. They just check, like, they check your heart, your lungs, like, they check this physical body, this vehicle, right, that is carrying your soul. But no one asks you. That's beautiful, by the way. It's carrying your soul. Yes. No one asks you really, like, how are you feeling? Like, how are you really feeling? No one asks you. We're, we just even, we just brush it off, like, in a day-to-day, -day, like, I'm feeling great. But we're really not. So I think it's really important. And if you feel bad, like, I love it when people tell me, like, I don't feel good today. I'm like, wonderful, because we need to see what is happening with you and why you're not feeling good. We have to find the source of that. So in Ayurveda, I don't like to say that traditional medicine is lacking, you know. Sometimes even I don't like to compare but in Ayurveda, we look at the whole being. We look at the body, the mind, the spiritual well-being, the emotional well-being. How are you feeling emotionally? Because the truth is, our emotions can harm us. Definitely. Our emotions can affect us. Because if you feel stress, emotional stress, emotional distress, that will take a toll on your body eventually. Like, you will feel it. So it's important to not underlook, if that's a word. Yeah. Well, I have two perfect examples of that. Uh, one is a personal example, and another one is some research that I, was, that I was doing. But my personal example was going back to when I delivered. And, you know, you have your checkups. I spoke briefly about this in my intro. But... When I when when I had my my checkup with the doctor, you know, I had to bring up mental health because he didn't even ask. And when I did bring it up, he made me fill this questionnaire. Meanwhile, I was, you know, in an emotional state that it was clear that I was not OK. And he disregarded my tears. He ignored me and he gave me a questionnaire to fill. And then what did he do? He threw it away and he just said, in front of me, he threw it away and he said to me, this is just baby blues. It'll go away. And two years later, I was still feeling the same way and trying to raise two kids at the time, which was very difficult because it is what you say, that it takes a physical toll on you and everything is like a burden and hard to do and nobody understands you. Even if you say, I feel this way, or you try to explain it the best way you can, nobody understands you, unless if it's somebody like you that has learned about all of the, the, the way the body uh, functions, the whole way, you know, the whole way through. And uh, another thing that I wanted to mention was reading up on uh, sexual abuse. 
Now, sexual abuse, yeah, uh, you, you just went like, <laughs> your eyes said the whole story, yeah. Sexual abuse victims, um, when they exhibit, especially young children, when they exhibit the signs of, uh, a lot of them exhibit signs of um, uh, a GI, like gastrointestinal problems from the sexual abuse and when they go see uh, a stomach doctor, whatever it is, a GI doctor, uh, the doctor never asks. It's not common practice to ask. And a lot of these victims complain about that. They say, if I went to doc doctors so many times and had a doctor told me, Are, is everything okay at home? Have you been uh, molested? Have you been mistreated sexually? Then they would have said yes and they would have had an outlet, uh, an opportunity to, to get help at that time. But instead, the doctor just treats the disease instead of looking at the person and what they're going through. So those are two perfect examples of what you just explained to us about Ayurveda. Yes, you know, and Stephanie, I love that you talk about that topic because that topic is very prominent. Um, in my practice, I do see that often. And um, it's covered. You know, we ask when we meet the person for the first time in a consultation, we ask just subtly, is there any trauma? Have you experienced any sort of trauma? And it doesn't have to be sexual abuse. Mm -hmm. It could be divorce from families. Mm -hmm. You know, as a child, it could be like, growing up in a dysfunctional family. I mean, so many things. It, it, you know, we do try to tap into that because sometimes that is a source, like you were saying, that is a source of many other dysfunctions in your life currently. Um, of course, we try to see those as experiences that we have to learn and grow from. Mm -hmm. And we have to be ready and prepared to learn and yeah. grow from that. And it is something that definitely I am 100% proponent of not underlooking because it's something that will show up even in like your relationship, your marriage, raising your children, in your household, everything. Like society and how you carry yourself. It's very important to mm, be very uh, compassionate I love that word, compassionate listening, compassionate speaking. Like if that doctor, Stephanie, that saw you would have just said, like, is there something you want to talk about? I would have probably explained it, yeah. And how would you have felt if at that moment? If Understood, seen, relief. Yes. happy a little bit maybe because at the time my partner he, which he was with me that day um he he didn't know anything about this stuff men don't really they're not aware of emotions like this so when he was uh with me at the doctor's office I remember he just kept repeating to the doctor oh this because it's our second child and she feels guilty from our first and I and I thought to myself no I don't feel guilt because I had another child. It's not that. It's I'm not normal. Something is going on with me. And if he 
would have understood at that time, it would have been helpful for me. And the, if the doctor would have reached out, even having my husband there, even asking me, I would have said, because of the type of person I am, I would have, I would have said it. But when you're in that state, it is so dark and lonely. And it is very hard to reach out for help because you feel that there is no help. And that's why I call you my light at the end of the tunnel because when we re reconnected, no, don't cry. Because <laughs> when I reached out to you after all those years, you were my light at the end of the tunnel because I was in such a dark, horrible place. I was in a really dark, horrible place. And I told you, Yaneri, which is the name I've always called you. <laughs> it's hard to call you Yamuna. Um, I said, Yaneri, I want to kill myself. Like, I wake up and I am angry. I don't want to live. And it's taken me all this time to grow. And you were part of that growth. And, you know, you, you sat me down. You gave me an amazing meditation session, a marma session. You gave me massage. You would call me. You would me message me all those lovely messages like, oh, you know, uh, I know you like cats and you would <laughs> and sloths. That's our favorite animal. You and I, we love sloths. And, you know, we would you would try to cheer me up, you know, and and that to me went so far. Like, you have no idea. And I will always call you the light at the end of my tunnel because you helped me see that there was a light at the end of the tunnel. And I was in a dark tunnel, very dark tunnel. And, and you need to know that your job is very special. Your job is of healing is so special. And it is so wonderful to see you help other people. And... and I, I'm sorry, I made you cry. <laughs> sorry, um, but I need to tell you, and this is on the record, and this is for everybody to hear, because I feel that that if I can say that with a smile on my face, then other people can get through it and say it with a smile on their face too. And that's the whole point of what I'm doing, you know, and creating awareness and helping people realize that there are people like Yaneri who can help you, <laughs> you know, you're not alone. She genuinely cares, like people, she genuinely cares. Like she will sit you down and she will tell you in your face what you need to know about what's going on with you and what you need to do to help you feel better. And, and she totally understands everything that you're saying. It's not something that you can't go to, to somebody who's dismissive about you, you know, be it a psychologist, a therapist, whatever, whatever it is, any, any healer, they need to be open. And, and yeah, I, I just, I just feel that, that that's something that really helped me a lot to, to, to come to you. And I don't know if you remember, but one of the things that first uh, happened when you did a, a massage session and I don't know if you remember, my phone kept ringing after an hour, and it was ringing and ringing and ringing, and I was just passed out. I was sleeping. I hadn't slept since God knows when in that day. And, and Darek uh, asked me, what were you doing? I said, oh, I, I, Yaneri let me sleep, and she did a massage, and, 
And then I just passed out and she started to clean around me. And I was like in another, <laughs> I was gone. I, my body was just so drained. I was emotionally drained. I was physically drained, you know, physically because, you know, I was breastfeeding and, you know, the whole thing that you go through with that, not but sleeping. not <coughs> sleeping. Yeah. But, but I need to thank you for that. And, and I want people to know that there are people like her out there. You're just a phone call away, a contact away, you know, uh, reach out for help. There are people that are going to help you. So thank you. Thank you, Stephanie. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, me and her, and of course cannot see, but we were holding hands <laughs> because I was crying here. <laughs> and the reason why I tell you this, I want you to understand that it is natural as a human being to be emotional being. Mm -hmm. And these are cries. Like when we cry, there are different reasons why. Mm -hmm. But... I was very happy and I feel very, this topic is very delicate and very mm -hmm. sensitive to me mm -hmm. because it's something that in the society we overlook yes. and we just, we're just on the go, on the go. Mm -hmm. And we need to ask, how are you really feeling? Mm -hmm. Like genuinely feeling. You need to ask yourself. You need to Ask yourself and listen to yourself because you are your best healer. You have the experience too. You know what is happening, but you have to take the time to look and listen and ask yourself the question like, why am I feeling like this? Mm -hmm. Yes, it is important to also seek help and guidance. Right, Stephanie? Of course. We need to seek help and guidance. But you need to ask for it. That's what I didn't know. And you need to ask for it. And we and we sort of expect it. We sort of expect it. Like, how can my husband not see me like this? How can my mom not see me like this? How can, how can my aunt that came to visit not see me like this? But guess what? You're you're so good at masking. We we you're become conditioned. we're conditioned to to have this facade outside of our face. And when, when you actually think those things, you don't realize that you look fine to people because mental illness or mental health is not a physical thing necessarily. It could be, but not necessarily. Like if you, you see people walking around, you don't know if they have, you know, if you see somebody with the flu, you can tell they're sick. But if you see somebody walking around with a depression or an anxiety, you cannot really tell. You can't tell. It's it's masked. We're we're we have definitely been in, uh, programmed to to. Oh yeah, everything's fine. How are you? Good. Yeah, there is um, something an example of of something that I I witnessed, like what you're explaining now. Um, there is this wonderful lady that, that works as janitor here in the building. Mm -hmm. And I always say hi to her and I always talk to her. And I'm like, how are you feeling? And she would always smile and glowing and feeling great. I'm so happy, whatever. And I would always just ask her, like, how are you feeling? And 
like the third day that week I saw her, I, I bumped into her. And of course, I say hello and I give her a hug and I tell her how beautiful she is. <laughs> and because she really is a beautiful soul, too. And she says to me, oh, she opened up. She says, oh, I have breast cancer oh, and wow. I'm going to start chemo. Mm. And I said to her, I held her hand and I said, we will pray for you. And I want to see you feeling good and feeling positive. And don't negotiate your peace of mind. I always say that to everyone because we can negotiate our bread, mm -hmm. which Swamiji says. Mm -hmm. He says, I can negotiate my bread. <laughs> I can negotiate my home. I can negotiate anything. But my peace, I cannot negotiate. No. Peace is worth so much more. Mm -hmm. But we forget the value of peace. We put our value in the monetary. Mm -hmm. No, that is absolutely wrong. Mm -hmm. Because when you have peace, money comes. Prosperity comes. But if you, there is no peace, my dear friend, there is only stress. And stress brings overwhelm. Mm -hmm. And again, it's a cycle, anxiety, depression, sleeplessness, right? Insomnia, your energy is depleted. And then how are you going to function for that prosperity? You no, and, and to bring it back, that's so interesting that you mentioned that because to bring it back now with kids, to a child, at least I could tell you my kids, uh, they would much rather go to the park with me any day at any time, or the pool, any day, any time, than for me to bring them a toy that they're going to throw away in five minutes. They actually are <laughs> they actually break their toys, like, within an hour, <laughs> usually. And kids yeah. are wise. Yes, they are wise. Actually, you learn from kids. You do, you do. Kids are your best teacher. Children are your best teacher. Mm -hmm. They are. And, and it, that's what people, and I see the difference between when I used to live in New Hampshire and when I used to, you know, now I live here in Miami. But when I was in New Hampshire, the, the thing that really uh, shocked me, like once I got off the airplane, people there, uh, how they're not into material things. They have an old phone. They go out in pajamas. They just wear their snow boots when it's snowing. You know, the jacket on top of their clothes. Um, everybody just loves to go camping most of the time. Most of the people from there, they're just very outdoorsy. And their car is, like, not super important. As long as it can go through the snow, they're, they're good. You know? Here... You see 13, 12-year-olds wanting a new iPhone, begging for it, making a tantrum, throwing tantrums for it. Like, you see them, like, so materialistic in the schools. Now that I go to elementary school, my kids are coming home with that stuff. Like, oh, so-and-so uh, has a phone. I want a phone. And I'm like, no, you're too young for a phone. That's just my parenting style. Some people, you know, they need a phone for safety or whatever it is. But, you know, at the end of the day, the kids don't want it for safety. They want it for fun. <laughs> yes. And now we have to really supervise A lot. Even YouTube. Wow. The things on YouTube these days. That's crazy. 
Yeah, and unfortunately, when they see those kid things, the things like it's like programming their mind. It is. It is. You know, the same as video games. The same. The video games, like when I when we used to play, was like it was just uh, Super sh- Mario yeah. Brothers, <laughs> racing or or shooting King those Kong. ducks. <laughs> Remember the ducks in the Nintendo? <laughs> That's about it. The ducks. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> Which is still not good because you're like hunting, right? Yeah, you're hunting. <laughs> <laughs> but but it was not never calibrated. Like, did anybody ever shoot ducks? Because oh <laughs> I was so gosh. bad at that game. <laughs> I was so bad at that too. Like, I wonder if now I could play it and, and yeah. actually, but <laughs> yeah, I would feel knows? bad doing that. <laughs> I would feel bad killing the ducks, yeah. <laughs> Although there's some people who live in Palmetto Bay who would love to kill those those oh peacocks gosh. everywhere. <laughs> Poor <man. laughs> Oh yeah, but anyways, we're we're derailed right now. Um, <laughs> Ayurveda, Ayurveda. <laughs> yeah. So Ayurveda, coming back to the subject. <laughs> yeah. Forget about those ducks. We pray for them. <laughs> May they Sor- find peace. Sorry for the ones that we killed when <laughs> we were younger, because yeah. this is real. <laughs> mm. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. It's that the the game actual thing looked like a gun. Yeah. The, Remember that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Erase a rifle. It looked like a rifle. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, beautiful memories. I yeah. wonder if you two have experienced those things. If you're listening, yeah. Um, so see fun times. Kids love fun yeah. times. Kid, kids. We remember those things. Yeah. That. Do you think I remember how many toys I had? Not I really. Remember. Not I really. Remember. All I remember were the animals that I played with. Or or some families are really into jewelry, and I just think to myself that. It's a baby. You know, the baby's not going to remember if she had earrings that were gold with rubies or if she had the bracelet or the baby's just going to remember mom, dad, siblings, love. Yeah, loving them up. That's it, right? Exactly. So going back to the topic about Ayurveda, because I know Stephanie wants to hear about it and and me to speak about this. Yeah, because there's the reason why there's so much misconception out there about what it actually is. And uh, a lot of doctors I've heard call Ayurveda fake medicine. Other people that are ignorant say, like, oh, that's voodoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so I want you to clarify that for everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's a great question because I've heard it personally, too. I bet. <laughs> like I bet. Become a real doctor. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah you mm-hmm. go follow your path. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm staying with my Ayurveda. So Ayurveda is a science uh, from India. It's 5,000 years old. God knows even more. And um, it is practiced in Ayurveda as a medicine, Ayurvedic medicine. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are clinics, there are hospitals that will, act, will take in people. that you, When you see them, you're like, well, maybe they should really go to a hospital. But no, they take care of them there. And, and they keep them there. And... Like a hospital, hospital setting. And they take care of them via Ayurvedic therapies like massage, panchakarma, which is like cleansing therapies, um, a lot of oil, mm. because oil in Ayurveda, oil externally, oil internally, 
is very grounding and healing and we want to eliminate toxins from the body mm-hmm. because we believe that we need to remove the root cause right the root cause of the disease we don't put a little band-aid mm-hmm. sometimes know? that's what it feels like when you go to the doctor yeah your cholesterol is high okay take this medicine and you know you'll be fine but why don't people change their diet their lifestyle their stress that's it that's now what would your answer be to somebody who would say for example uh oh i have bills to pay i can't just not work what do you uh, like how that when when they hear this message of of peace of mind and try to be a stress-free and changing lifestyle if you are happy doing what you're doing now continue But it will come to a point that you will need to... I think that's a great question, Stephanie. It will come to a point that you hit rock bottom. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I don't want to put this out there, but it's the truth. That's what I've seen in my practice. Well, that's your experience. Rock bottom. Yeah. Your hair falls out. You're in the hospital. Yeah. In and out. You're in the need for help. Mm -hmm. You don't find solutions. And nobody tells you what you have. And no one tells you. They start inventing stuff because mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of invented. Oh, we don't know what this is. They're like, just yeah. take an antidepressant for your abdominal pain. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, and, and then they let them free from the hospital because they never found anything. Hmm. Okay, yes, it could be something very d- much deeper. But taking the antidepressant will not find the solution. You need to go deep. What is happening? You want to live all your life taking that antidepressant for your abdominal pain, you know? So, my dear friend, you will find help when the time is right. Sometimes, I, as much as I love Ayurveda, when I started, I used to talk to everyone, Ayurveda is wonderful. Hmm. I felt like I was convincing them mm-hmm. because I've seen the benefits of it. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I had to step back because they were not ready to receive the information. Mm -hmm. The person was not ready to heal themselves. So then I said, why am I wasting my energy trying to tell them about this beautiful science when they just want to live their life as they are? Mm -hmm. So when you're ready, time will come. You will seek for help. Wow. And if you're not ready to do the work, you will take the medicine and continue your way. Of course, if you need the medicine because there's no, you know, blood well, that's pressure you is said high. It, that's what you said in the beginning. It, it goes hand in hand. Yeah. You need to, yeah, definitely. If, if you are not taking care of yourself, you don't have time and your blood pressure is shooting high and you are not going to do some breathing practices that can help lower it because... Which have been scientifically proven yeah. in all types of medicines, not just Ayurveda, yeah. in like all types of medicines. They're, they're now teaching it to kids at schools. Thankfully. Thankfully. they're calling it meditation. Yeah, or yoga, yeah. Because many times, many years ago, it was like... It was not, yeah. Oh, Imagine in our school when we were little. Oh, forget about it. We don't even know how to no. breathe. No. <laughs> you taught me how to breathe. <laughs> You like, taught me. You like taught we're me. breathing that since the day we're born, but we don't breathe. Yeah. So 
You know, it's beautiful because they say um, in Ayurveda and yoga, when you half breathe, yeah, you half live. Yeah. And that makes sense. Of course. Because you are not breathing to your full capacity. So you are not living completely. Exactly. And when we're under the state of stress, we half breathe. Mm-hmm. We don't breathe completely. So, so that makes sense. That's, that's so beautiful. So I am just teaching people how to breathe when they come here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're doing much more than that. I mean, <laughs> let's breathe together. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and uh, now let me ask you, because I was thinking about this the other day. Um, you know, I, my second home is Costco. <laughs> so, so now how does it make you feel that you went to India, you studied Ayurveda, you learned from the best of the best, you have experience in this subject, you have had it so many years of experience in this. And now we can see some of your little medicines that I see here in your cabinet that you've been preaching about forever is now being sold. How does that make you feel um, when you see that? When you go to Costco, you see gummies, uh, uh, turmeric for the turmeric and the the whatever the what what is it elderberry which I've always taken elderberry because of I believe it has so much for vitamin C it's mm-hmm. like immune system and zinc and all that yeah but I see here the the ashwagandha ashwagandha the <laughs> ashwagandha <laughs> yeah the ashwagandha is now a thing now everybody is buying those jars and so what how does what is your thought on that? You know, when they started selling turmeric, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm very happy to see that there is a awareness of the herbs in the stores. Mm-hmm. The thing is that I feel sometimes that there could be a misuse, mm-hmm. and it is because ashwagandha is not an herb that you can give to yourself because... If you have toxins in the body, you should not take ashwagandha. Mm. So, so if you have a glass of wine uh, <laughs> and chug down some ashwagandha, <laughs> it's oh not going to no. be effective. It's going to hurt you. It could, it could be bad for you, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't mix the herbs with alcohol. Um, but... It's just like ginseng. I think there was a craze. Right? Yeah. Do they still oh, my sell God. Rem- for the eyes... Oh Jinko Biloba. Jinko Biloba. Jinko Biloba. What, there was something yeah. else for the eyes, remember? I there mean, was like look, a, the a truth fad. is, the truth is, you can get everything in the food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything is in the food. Mm-hmm. Turmeric, my dear friend, instead of taking the tablet, yes, I have joint pain and, and I need to take it because that heals my joint pain. Okay, then do it. But if you add turmeric into your meals, that's it. That's all you have to do. All you have to do. Yeah. And it it's not it doesn't taste bad. It doesn't really have a taste yeah, when you no. mix it I, with I the food. I cook with a lot of turmeric. I use it a lot to make it yellow. Yeah, like your rice instead of that artificial yeah. colorings. I don't know. Right. Like now, it's funny because the Hispanic brands... Mm-hmm. They're carrying that. They have <laughs> they have turmeric inside. Did yeah, you see it? Yeah, I yeah. guess they discovered it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was laughing. Well, they, I'm like, well because the people buy it. Because people like, start talking about it now. I'm like, wow, yeah. I'm so happy. Okay, so the coloring that was yellow before mm-hmm. 
is now turmeric. <laughs> I'm like, yay, good, you know? Yeah. So I guess since they don't know, they just buy this whole blend. They, you know, they use that. Mm-hmm. But um, it you have to be very careful with what you take, mm-hmm. you know? The same as, oh, agave was good. Oh, Remember yeah, that agave. craze? Yeah. Manuka honey. Oh, now it's the manuka. I'm like, I, I can't keep yeah. up with all this. Yeah. <laughs> and like so many There's things. There's so many things. You so know, things. the stevia at one point, like. Ew, it still you know? is. It still, still is. is. Still is. Yeah. Stevia is. Or truly. Uh, ay, ay, ay. So what many can things. I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> you have to just be aware and, and eat properly. You know, I was talking to someone yesterday. Because a person was having some digestive issues that were trying to mm-hmm. get to the root of it. Mm-hmm. And I drew the diagram of the whole digestive tract so the person can understand. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about how digestion starts from the mouth. Yeah. But not only from the mouth, because that is the mechanical, right? Breakdown of food and the chemical breakdown of, of carbohydrates, but also. You ready for this? Yes. The stomach starts producing hydrochloric acid the moment you start smelling the food. Oh, my God. Yes. The moment you look at the food, your own body starts producing these chemicals, Hmm. which hydrochloric acid, for those of you who don't know or do know, we need that to help break down the food when it comes into the stomach. This is the acid, right? Which Mm -hmm. is very important. So if it starts from smelling it, from seeing the food, we have all the senses, even hearing. Like if you are in a peaceful space while you're eating, if you are smelling the food and it smells nice, and if you are seeing the food and it looks pretty, presentable, your body, even like right now I'm salivating, I'm not <laughs> thinking about any food, but <laughs> we start producing these things naturally, the body. Interesting. You know, swallowing. My saliva. So amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. The, the body, body is, is incredible. The body is precious. Don't mistake it for anything else. Don't don't underlook it. Like study. Study a little bit about the body study do a little research you will be amazed like while you are fun- working your body's functioning yeah for you it's amazing so well well it was very eye-opening for me my first pregnancy it's like i'm just sitting here and because i i had a lot of moms uh, nowadays they download apps and the app tells you like this week your your baby has ears. This week your baby's growing y- the fingers nose or, or fingers eyes. Or, or, <laughs> or this week your baby can now see or something, whatever it is. Can hear you. <laughs> yeah. And yes, exactly. And it was so incredible because I remember I was working and the app was was ringing. And I said, "Oh, let me see what's what's that ringing noise." And then it said, "Oh, this week your 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 baby is." is is fine finally um rolling or or like moving or whatever Mm -hmm. it is and i said oh my god that's incredible like i'm just sitting here and my body is making this yes it's it's so it's almost like magic yes and it's like that divinity right and to have two heart beatings 
yeah. at one time. I think that is so precious. It's amazing. It's so such a blessing. A, a very big blessing. And I'm a firm believer. A lot of people don't believe this, but I do. Um, it, I believe that when you're pregnant and you, your baby comes, the baby comes with all the blessings. You told me that. And I, I don't see any baby, no baby, not even a teen, pre nothing. I don't see no any baby that doesn't have that. I think that's important. I think God ask, say, yeah. because many people have a lot of fear. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, now. they get overwhelmed they, because of all the, the stuff that we see in society. The preparations. And also our, our family traumas, our family, what we see in our families. Maybe a lot of people complaining, oh, these kids, these kids, you know. Mm -hmm. Like everything has to be perfect. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, the whole situation has to be perfect so that you can have... Of course, it's not easy. Nothing yeah. is. Mm -hmm. I mean, nothing is easy. But everything gets figured out yeah. along the way. Yeah. I, I really do feel that the, the, the I, I honestly believe that, that every single baby comes with its own blessing. Mm -hmm. I love as, that. As hard as it is on a mother or a family or you're not prepared, there's never a right time to have a baby, by the way. Mm. Whoever's hearing this, there's never a right time and you're never going to be prepared enough. Um, but you, you, you know, you just know when the baby is here, you know, that's, you know what to do. It's instinct for the m most part, mm -hmm. you know, you, there are special exceptions, but, mm -hmm. but you know, it's, it's just, it all goes back to the first thing, one of the first things you had mentioned that, you know, your, your body is carrying your soul yes your body's carrying your soul and it's very important you know to see the whole body like when the person when i first see the person mm -hmm. i can see like you can see like just how they're feeling you know they can tell you otherwise but you actually see i guess as an ayurvedic practitioner i see that well one thing that floored me when you did the pulse and I said oh my god how did you know do you remember that day yeah but I don't remember exactly but you were uh you sat me down and you were starting the Ayurveda um mm -hmm. the uh, consultation consultation yeah and uh you were taking my pulse yes and from only my pulse you knew I had issues with my sugar you knew that I sweat a lot. You knew um, that I had insomnia, like just from my pulse. And you created a, 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 a initial diet for me, mm -hmm. just from my pulse. Yes. And it was all true. It was incredible. It was incredible. Like, I, I remember, I still remember to this day, you told me no watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, why? I love watermelon. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite fruits. But yeah, no, no, it's just, I was so, so in awe of that ability. And, and that's just a gift you have. Mm -hmm. And that is, it's very important. So the pulse we we do tongue diagnosis as well mm. and how the person carries themselves we can see a lot you know mm -hmm. we can see so many things and from there we we recommend we may recommend a specific 
protocol. Mm-hmm. Diet, including diet. So many people are like, diet? No, Yamuna, I don't want to do diet, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's not a spe- specific diet. It's some things that maybe you have to eliminate, mm-hmm. some things that you have to do more mo- in moderation, you know, and, yeah. and your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Lifestyle. How is your stress? How is your, mm-hmm. how are you managing your life? Are you doing things that make you happy, you know? Like, are you feeling happy you know what are the things that you are actually doing that make you happy because i think people never do that people never remember themselves you know what are you doing for self-care are you exercising are you doing some breathing meditation some yoga or whatever it may be that you do do it that's incredible advice you know managing your stress is very important and and practicing a little meditation just observing and and Listening to yourself is very important. Now, is there something else you would like to add for the people to know? (laughs) I just want you to know that you are important and that you are a blessing and that you deserve the best, that you need to take care of yourself and you need to appreciate yourself a little more because you deserve it, because you are a soul a very special soul on this divine journey of life. And we need to enjoy each moment. We are here to live joyfully, healthy, a happy long life. Because it is not just a healthy life. But we want to live a life that is joyful and happy. So that we can live longer that's beautiful yeah that's beautiful so pray for peace pray for joy and health will follow but if we sometimes we have health but we don't have peace or joy so if you pray for peace and joy your health will come as well thank you so much thank you thank you for having me no no yamuna thank you so much for for coming and 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 doing allowing me part of your day because I know how busy you are and I just want you to know that from the bottom of my heart I really appreciate you and I appreciate everything you've done for me and thank you so much for sharing the wonderful knowledge that you have given us today um, if you could let people know where to find you or what your contact best contact is so they can look you up I'm sure they're curious mm-hmm um, you can feel free to reach out. I have a website, <laughs> I guess. you can, Or if you just Google it, it'll come up. Everything comes up. Thank you, Google. <laughs> we love Google, right? <laughs> Dr. Google. Dr. Google. <laughs> it's omayurvedawellness.com. But omayurvedawellness, you will find so many things. And YouTube, too. You YouTube, have YouTube. You Instagram. have a... Facebook. You have a podcast as well. Yes, and you can look that up. Ayurveda Spirituality and Life, which yeah. Stephanie has also done a, a very special podcast with me. So <laughs> you can reach out there and look into it. Yeah, you'll get to meet my, my daughter. Yes, she's <laughs> there. Uh-huh. It was, was a crazy. joy. It was a blessing to it have her. Crazy here. time. <laughs> oh, it was a blessing. I love to have her energy here. Yeah. Such a free spirit running around mm. and playing with so many things here and and it brings me great joy thank you for having me and 
Be happy. Don't negotiate your peace of mind. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Wonderful message. A lot of love and blessings. I'll post everything up in the description. Please like and subscribe if you like this and want to keep up to date with future episodes. Take care.